One, two, three, here we go. We are already three weeks into the National Football League 2023 season, and a wild one it has been. Welcome back, everyone, to NFL Study Hall. Week one was a doozy of a week for us, kind of off to a little bit of a rough start, in my opinion, with a 10-6 and six record. Week two, nothing different, 10-6, and six. we're up to 20-12 and 12 on the year. Again, that's around 62%. We're looking to get over 65%, looking closer to the 70%, or 66, actually, just two-thirds of the games. That's what I would love to get to personally on our game picks for the year. So last year, we had a really hot start. Kind of teetered off in the middle and then finished off strong. So we're just got we got to keep this going, guys. Ten and six, double digit games per week is what we're going after. We got a game tonight that really shouldn't be too hard of a pick. We got the New York Giants versus the San Francisco 49ers. Should be a great lopsided battle. The Giants really just haven't had anything going for them on offense. They were able to put up 31 points against the Arizona Cardinals, but again. It's the Cardinals. I'm not expecting a ton from them. They're still at a negative 37-point differential. That is number one in the National Football League. You got San Francisco 49ers over here who have put up exactly 30 points in their first two games, and I think they're going to do the exact same thing against the Giants. Give me the 49ers at home 30-13 to 13 over the Giants. Should be a quick pick. Loving the 49ers fantasy odds. Into the Sunday slate, we've got nine games at the 1 o'clock hour and only three at the 4 o'clock, 425 hour. And that's not looking great for us. Most of our losses this entire season have come up in the 1 o'clock hour. So we're looking for a better week. And honestly, there are a ton of tough games in this one, and I'm not too confident about it heading into this week as well. First one we got is the Tennessee Titans versus the Cleveland Browns. Both games these two have played in have been in really tight close matchups that could have gone either way at the end. Tennessee coming in with a victory last week after falling to the New Orleans Saints in week one. Tennessee beating the Los Angeles Chargers in a game that I really didn't see coming. You have the Cleveland Browns who wiped out the Cincinnati Bengals week one, but then had a really, really ugly loss in week two against the Pittsburgh Steelers and Nick Chubb goes down for the whole entire year. As much as I want to ride the Tennessee victory over the Los Angeles Chargers, I still think Cleveland has the better defense. I like that run game with Ford leading the way. Now Kareem Hunt is back. That news just dropped yesterday. Kareem Hunt is back with the Cleveland Chargers. And I think Miles Garrett and this whole entire team at home, having just lost their leader in Nick Chubb, I think they pull off another one. It's going to be a nice, tight Close scoring game. Both these teams have had that happen their first two weeks outside of Cleveland with the blowout against Cincinnati. Their defenses are both really strong. I'm going to take the redemption pick of the Browns 17 to 13, bring it on against the Tennessee Titans. The Atlanta Falcons versus the Detroit Lions. Detroit is staying at home for their second week in a row. Atlanta traveling on the road for the first time in a for the first time this season, actually. Uh, both teams coming off of really tight games. Detroit losing in overtime to Seattle, while Atlanta is able to beat the Green Bay Packers, a game where I never saw that coming. Detroit's offense has been able to stop the run minimally. Their passing game is definitely hurt on the defensive side. Geno Smith was absolutely able to light them up last week. He and Tyler Lockett had a really nice connection. Atlanta's offense isn't necessarily dominated by any type of passing game. It's really just B. John Robinson and the rushing game with Tyler Elliger as well. 
I think Detroit is able to handle both sides of the Atlanta offense. That defense for Atlanta has been good, but you haven't really seen them play an offense like Detroit. Green Bay obviously had an offense last week, but Jordan Love, first season taking over the reins. He he had a good game. Atlanta was just able to hold him off at the end. I think Detroit is going to play a full four quarters. Give me the Lions second time at home getting back in the winner's chart 29 to 21. New Orleans Saints versus the Green Bay Packers. I've been very impressed by New Orleans' defenses so far. Really able to hold up the passing game. Uh, three interceptions against Tannehill last year. Bryce Young had another medium game last week. Able to really get pressure on him as well. They were able to play at home on the road. This one is in Green Bay. The atmosphere is going to be rough. Green Bay. Had a really nice game against Chicago. Not able to pull it off at the end, but they've had the lead early. I think the same thing's going to happen in this game. I think Green Bay is going to get off to a fiery start. New Orleans will try to come back at the end. Really, really close game. Love this rivalry between the Saints and Packers. But ultimately, I do think the Packers at home are going to prevail. New Orleans just hasn't shown me that they can put up 30 points a game. And Green Bay has. Do I think they'll do it this time against the New Orleans Saints? No, but I just trust that offense in Green Bay a little more than New Orleans. I'm going to take the Packers 20-17 to in another tight one. The Denver Broncos for the Miami versus the Miami Dolphins. And this game is in Miami, ladies and gentlemen. First time the Do- the Broncos have had to come south anywhere all season. Miami's at home for their home opener. Miami is coming off of two incredible victories on the road against the Chargers and the Patriots. Denver coming off of two horrific losses versus the Raiders and the Washington Commanders. I really don't see how this game goes anywhere but in Miami's favor. Huge game for Tua. Tyreek scores over 150 yards receiving. Give me the Dolphins in a great blowout, 34-17. to Los Angeles Chargers versus the Minnesota Vikings. If you'd have told me that both of these teams would have come into this matchup 0-2, I'd have laughed at you. These were two massive playoff teams last year, both double-digit wins, and they don't either of them combined don't have a win all season, and we're already into week three. Minnesota is at home. Usually that home crowd uh, is a huge advantage, but I think Los Angeles is going to be used to it with the stadium that they have. Los Angeles has just been on the brink a little bit closer than the Minnesota Vikings. You see that really close game against the Dolphins, really tight game against the Titans. Minnesota has put up games against the Bucks and the Eagles. I just see them a little more, I want to use the word confuzzled, disorganized is the word I want to use. Los Angeles has really shown that they can play as a group. Minnesota has kind of just been all Justin Jefferson and Tyler Hot. Uh, Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson just got into the game last week against the Eagles. Really no run game still coming from the Vikings. I think if one of these teams is going to break out with a victory, it's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers. As for the score, neither team has really shown that they can produce a defense that can affect the quarterback or the run game passing game. I just, no dominant defenses in this game. I expect it to look a lot like the game that we saw against Miami and the Chargers, where it's just a scoring fist. Uh, Fiesta 35 to 31 is the score I'm putting on this one. I'm going to love this matchup. I know it's two Owen two teams, but in Minnesota atmosphere is going to be electric. Can Minnesota pull this off? Yes. 
Uh, they do have some defensive talent. You saw them get to Baker a few times in that Tampa Bay game. And in the second half against the Eagles, they were able to put up some pressure as well. But overall, you talk about who's closer to getting a win over the first two weeks. I think it's been the Chargers. Going over to the AFC East for the New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. New England has had some really nice defensive looks, especially late in games versus the Eagles and the Dolphins. The Jets have just been able to survive their first two games, and their last game against Dallas is really where they showed their true colors. You had a few good looks with Zach Wilson and Garrett and uh, Garrett Wilson, but Zach really looked like he had no awareness in the pocket, made a lot of really bad decisions. Run game was nowhere to be found. New England's defense is solid. I think they're able to put pressure on Zach Wilson. It's going to be another ugly game for the New York Jets. They'll get, I think they'll get a little bit more of an opportunity. But overall, as much as I don't love how New England's been playing on offense, this is going to be a really nice, tight matchup. And New England has also been on the brink of some really nice victories. Had they been, Have they been able to finish games? This one, I do think they get the job done in New York. I, I'm i still liking the Patriots here. I, everything here is leaning Patriots for me. I still think the Jets are a really, really good team, and that defense is still solid, but New England's just been closer for me. Buffalo Bills versus Washington Commanders. Another blowout opportunity. Buffalo finally showing their true colors last week in a massive, I believe it was 34-10 to 10 victory over a 35-10 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders. Even though this game is in Washington, I don't think it's going to affect Buffalo at all. I think they keep laying down the hammer. 35-17, because Washington has been able to score. I mean, they put up like 35 points against Denver last week. Washington has been able to score, but Buffalo's just going to come out absolutely swinging. Loving this matchup right now for Buffalo. Give me a lock. If, if there's one lock this week, I'm taking Buffalo-Washington. To the AFC South, Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars. I was really hoping Houston would be able to put up a fight in this one preseason. It's not going to happen. That offense has looked atrocious. C.J. Stroud has looked all right. I'll give him that. He hasn't thrown an interception all year. He was able to put up over 380 passing yards last week. Nico Collins has been a great connection for him. But that offensive line cannot protect anybody to save their life. Not their quarterback, not their running back. Heck, not even their head coach if they don't want to. No one is helping the offensive line. It needs to be completely stripped. Get rid of Lermy Tunsil's contract. Get rid of Kenyon Green, who was your first round pick two years ago. Everyone has to go on that offensive line. We need to restart, bring in some new guys. You finally have a decent quarterback. You have a great running back. Your defense is coming around. We need an offensive line in Houston. Jacksonville's going to have their way with them. This is their second game at home after a tough loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me Jacksonville in a blowout 30-10. to 10. Indianapolis Colts, Baltimore Ravens. A battle of the former Colts to the current Colts. Anthony Richardson is questionable to play in this ballgame. He's been out this week in practices with a concussion. If he's out... This game might be double-digit difference. If he's in, I 
still am going to favor Baltimore. It'd been a lot close had ba- had Baltimore lost or looked a lot worse against the Cincinnati Bengals, but Lamar Jackson really stepped into his own, really spread the ball around passing-wise. Their run game did the job what they needed to do in the red zone, but overall, Lamar Jackson finally put a solid performance together. I think the defense will do enough of its job to get Baltimore the victory, whether or not Anthony Richardson plays. And even if Gardner Minshew does play, he put up a really good shot at Houston last week with a couple touchdowns of his own. Still going to take Baltimore at home 27-20. to Carolina Panthers versus Seattle Seahawks. Listen, Seattle put a really nice piece of offense together last week. Um, forgive me saying put a lot. That was really awkward. Seattle just, they looked really good last week. Carolina has yet to find the ball in the end zone consistently. Seattle's at home. Another blow, I think. Double-digit victory. Seattle 31-15. to Chicago Bears versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, Chicago 0-2, not finding any offensive momentum, and their defense hasn't been able to stop too many people as well. Kansas City has all their pieces back. First time at home with Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones in a prime afternoon game. They haven't been able to score over 30 points yet. In fact, they've only been able to get over 20 points once, and that was exactly 20 against the Detroit Lions. They're only going to score 28 points, but they'll hold Chicago to an easy 10. This game could be a greater difference, but I'm going to say 18-point spread is pretty solid Kansas City over Chicago. For the Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals, Arizona finally playing a decent defense. Their first two games was against the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. They're going to get swept away. Their defense has surprised me with a... their, Their offense has surprised me with a few scores of their own, but... I mean, last week it was 30 to 10 Dallas over the New York Jets. I'm going to say 30 to 13 just to be safe, but you could easily see like another 40 to 0 game by Dallas in this one. It's going to get ugly. Arizona has very little home advantage because they just can't win at home and they have no crowd to help them out. So Dallas is just going to go take a trip to Arizona and play their game. Sunday night football, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. A really interesting, great, close matchup, I suspect. Not a whole lot of offense to come from each team. Devontae Adams, I believe, is questionable, but he should play in this one. Pittsburgh Steelers coming off one of the worst run game performances I've ever seen in their game on Monday night against the Cleveland Browns. Las Vegas doesn't have much defense to show for, but it should be a really nice, even, tight matchup. Jimmy Garoppolo, Kenny Pickett, playing about the same. In fact, Jimmy Garoppolo has not been sacked once this year. Their offensive line has really stepped up, and they played a game against Baltimore, against Buffalo last week, which really helped. I think that will be the hugest difference for this game, the fact that TJ Watt is coming into town, but you have an offensive line that should be able to protect him. Jimmy should be able to get the ball around. I'm going to say 24-20 to in favor of the Las Vegas Raiders coming back to 2-1 and one on the season and potentially still leading their division. They're at 1-1 right now over the 1-1 one one Kansas City Chiefs and with a 20, negative 27-point differential. Kind of nuts to think about. I'm going to say Las Vegas picks up their second dub. Another back-to-back Monday night football matchups, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Had Brady be back? 
this would be just a historic matchup once again. Even though he's not, though, I still think it's going to be a really good game. Tampa Bay has definitely impressed me their first two games against Minnesota and Chicago. A defense has stepped up. Baker Mayfield is balling out. But it's the Philadelphia Eagles we're talking about here. And Philadelphia has shown a few weaknesses in this team, putting up close matchups against, I think it was one-score games, against both the New England Patriots and the Minnesota Vikings. This game is at home in Tampa. You know the crowd is going to show up. Raymond James Stadium. It's going to be a Monday night. It's going to be very humid off the coast of West Florida. Philadelphia is going to get the victory. But I don't think they'll cover. I think it's going to be 24-23 to 23 Tampa Bay making this a really nice close game. Big game. Another big game should come from Mike Evans. I just really like what I'm seeing from Tampa, and I don't think this game should discourage them from looking to dominate the a- the NFC South. Our final game would be the Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a repeat of Super Bowl 56. I mean, there are two pretty even teams at around mid. Los Angeles Rams 1-1, one one, Cincinnati Bengals 0-2. Oh Joe Burrow is, having a, is still battling his leg injury. From what I've heard, he should play, but a lot of analysts and people are saying they should just sit him. Here's the thing, guys. Either way, I'm still going with the Los Angeles Rams. Even with the absence of Cooper Cup, this team has been able to move the ball on both the ground and the air, and in that air attack, led by Puka Nakua, who has 200 and 66 yards on the year with 35 targets and 25 receptions. 266 is second in the NFL right now, just behind Justin Jefferson. 25 receptions is first, and 35 targets is first in the National Football League. Now, he doesn't have a touchdown on the year, but I do suspect he could get one in this game his first NFL touchdown of the season. He is a rookie fifth-round pick from BYU, taking this league by storm in the absence of Cooper Cup. And when Cup comes back in a few weeks, we could see a really cool and dangerous receiving core if Matthew Stafford can stay healthy. I obviously think the San Francisco 49ers have it locked up in the NFC West. But you look at some of these other teams that could falter very soon. Dallas and Philadelphia, I think, are right there for those two. You don't really know what's going to come out of the NFC South, even though there's three 2-0 teams. I'm just saying the Los Angeles Rams has a have a very good chance of nabbing that seventh spot if they can keep up these offensive performances. As for the Cincinnati Bengals, I just don't think they're healthy enough. They don't have a cohesive unit. Joe Burrow is injured. Joe Mixon is playing bad. That defense has lost heart. I don't like what I'm seeing from Cincinnati right now, and I don't like it how they're playing the Los Angeles Rams. Granted, the game is in Cincinnati, and Joe Burrow could come up clutch. But for right now, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Los Angeles, and I think they have the momentum coming into this one. I'm going to take what could be the upset Rams over Bengals. That's going to be all for week three. Make sure to tune in tonight for Giants 49ers action and put your picks on my Instagram story at NFL Study Hall both tonight and Sunday morning. It's been an absolute pleasure being able to talk with you guys. Have a great weekend. Peace out.